Welcome to Tundra Football, where today we will actually talk about football, um, which I have not done on this podcast for a very long time. Um, but the NFL is coming into week 18, the final week of the season, um, and it's going to be a bit wonky because of last week's Monday night game between the Bills and Bengals, with that game being canceled because of injury to Damar and Harmon, um, who uh, collapsed on field and went into cardiac arrest. Um, I hope he's okay. And uh, from what I've been reading on like ESPN and NFL, he's recovering. The doctors say that he's made drastic improvements and that um, he's able to talk now and that he, he FaceTimed his uh, teammates. So hopefully Devon Harmon will continue to get better. And hopefully nothing like that happens this week. But this week is week 18, which means there's a couple of games that matter, and a majority of them that don't, and a lot of teams may not be playing for much, and some teams definitely should not be playing for much. So, yeah. To start, the most important game of this week uh, is Saturday... I believe night, Saturday night, Titans and Jags, um, the, this game will decide who wins the AFC South and also has some ramification for, um, the wild card, um, the winner, makes the playoffs with the division. The loser, if they're the Titans, are eliminated. If it, if the Jags lose this game, uh, they have a chance to still win. They just need the Steelers, the Patriots, and the Dolphins to all lose, and then Jags will still make the playoffs. So, yeah. I think the winner of this game is probably going to be Jacksonville. Uh, Doug Pearson's doing a really good job as head coach. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is finally looking like a franchise quarterback. Um, Christian Kirk has been doing well all year. Evan Ingram's been doing doing good recently. The defense is getting better, and so and they're playing against a Titans team that's injured. They don't have um, Ryan Tannehill. They are going to work with Dobbs who looked okay against the Cowboys, but not great. And their defense is missing several starters. With Some of them have a chance of coming back, but the team hasn't looked very good so far. Um, pounding it with Henry isn't working. Um, there's teams can kind of just focus on Henry. So... Because they can just focus on Henry, it makes it, it means that, um, they're able to focus on him, they don't have to worry about defending the pass, and so, 
with Dobbs, maybe there's a difference. Maybe the Titans pull this out, but I'm predicting Jags to win this one. Um, and go to the playoffs, which is weird. Um, another game that is significant is the Packers and Lions, and this is a more exciting game to, for me because, um, the Packers are peaking at the right time, and the Titans, or not the Titans, the Lions are just an exciting team to watch because they can be so explosive on offense, and also it's just, you know, when did the Lions make the playoffs? Um, this game, if Packers win, they get in. For the Lions, they would need, um, they would need the Seahawks to lose and win to make it to the playoffs. Um, or tie. If the Seahawks lose, yeah, if the Seahawks lose and the Packers and Lions tie, Lions will make it in. So, um, but basically they need to win the game and Seahawks to lose. So, Aaron Rodgers is, you know, the Packers are finally looking like a coherent team. Um, also like the Bucks. Um, neither, neither to me are super coherent or exciting, but because of the quarterbacks on both the Bucks and Packers, I don't think they're gimme. Like, they're not going to be easy matchups in the wild card round. Um, they both project to face pretty hard opponents with the Packers probably going to face the 49ers. And the Packers do not normally do well against the 49ers. Losing Jimmy G last year when the Packers team looked pretty good. So... I don't, so that'll be a tough one, and the Bucks are facing the Cowboys, and I know that they beat the Cowboys at the beginning of the year, but the Cowboys offense is looking a lot better than it did back then, um, and the Bucks have never really found their rhythm on offense. They did better against the Panthers last week, but I don't think they can hold up against the number one or one of the number one defenses in the league with Dallas. So, yeah. Um. I kind of went off on a tangent there. Other important or exciting games this week. There's not a ton on the NFC side that are super exciting. Um, as the only ones that have any bearings on who gets in are Packers and Lions, which I already covered, and Seahawks and Rams. That one, it doesn't excite me very much because the Rams are playing for nothing except Mayfield might be playing for a job. Um, for them, they really, it's better if they lose this game than if they win. Um, so that they can rebuild. Actually, wait, they can't even rebuild. Think they have a first round pick. They don't. So actually, the Rams may not care about this game. Um. So, but the Seahawks definitely care, and the Rams might just go out just to see what they have. I don't know. Um, and then all the other games are just placement games, and they only matter with if the Eagles lose to the Giants. That's a game that's. 
you might watch, but I think both teams will be sitting a lot of people. And Jalen Hurts may not play. Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones may not play. So I think Eagles will probably win that game, and that means most of the other NFC games don't matter. Uh, in the NFC, there's a lot more teams playing for to get into the playoffs. Already mentioned Jags Titans, um, and then. Another game that should be, well, would have been more exciting if there weren't as many injuries was Dolphins and Jets. Uh, this game, originally I had going Jets way, but now they're starting Joe Flacco at quarterback, and I don't trust Joe Flacco. I don't really trust Skylar Thompson at quarterback, who's the Dolphins quarterback, but the Jets have looked so bad when their QB doesn't play well. And Dolphins have more talent to bail out Thompson, so I think it'd be close, low-scoring game, and Miami will win. However, I'm cheering for the Jets because the Jets are already eliminated, which might mean they're not—they won't play their starters. But it's—but it is against a divisional rival. You have a chance to take Miami out of the playoffs, and it's kind of. Um, a tryout for all, for everyone on the team, um, especially for Joe Flacco, um, or if Zach Wilson gets to play, it's kind, it might be his last chance. So they're coming up on a quarterback-rich draft. They might go up and trade for someone, or maybe they take someone. Maybe they trade for Carr, or take Jimmy G, or Baker Mayfield, or Sam Donald. Well, not Sam Donald, but um, Tyler Heineke. They could. Dr- sign or draft someone, as I don't think Zach Wilson's the answer anymore. Um, I mean, he hasn't looked good all season, and the game that really sold it for me was the Jags game. Week 16, 19-3 loss. They didn't move the ball. He was averaging, he played three quarters, he averaged 25 yards a quarter. They weren't in t- total, that's enough for one one touchdown drive. And I, th- they had no points. He wasn't moving the ball. As soon as they get his backer, which is a guy I've never heard of, Chris Chris Stevler, Chris Stevler who's not... I, I don't know if he's on the team anymore. He's not on the top two that they bring to the games anymore. Uh, but Stevler's able to get the offense moving. Wilson couldn't. And... Um, Robert Sela has done a good job with his team. And so, and I think he's a good coach, but Zach Wilson can't do anything. Uh, Moore's looked terrible the entire time that Zach's been on the field. So, I kind of think he's done in New York. Um, Mark White might also be done. He just didn't look great last week, and he's injured again. They could bring him back and just have a competition between the two again. But they are the Jets are finally where they can compete. They have a really good defense. They have playmakers on offense with Reese Hall and Michael Carter. They have Garrett Wilson. Um, Corey Davis has done well. I like more if they use him. Um, they, the Jets are a team that could be competing 
but don't seem to have an answer at quarterback. So I don't know if they'll care about this game against the Dolphins. Dolphins do, because if they win, they have a high likelihood of getting in as long as uh, they get in, as long as the Patriots lose. So I have Miami winning with a third-shooting quarterback against the third-shooting quarterback in the Jets. But it's going to be a close game. I'm not super confident in that pick. The other game that really matters is Patriots-Bills. Um, not only if the Patriots win, they're in. Um, if the Bills lose, they won't get that first overall. Um, they won't get that first overall pick. Or not first overall. Uh, they won't get the bye. Um, and they will... Um, actually. And they'll drop to three, which means they will have to play the Ravens. Which... I don't know how much of... I don't know if you prefer the facing the Ravens or facing um, the Dolphins. I think they face the Dolphins. I don't think they get the bye if they win. I don't remember how that goes with them missing a whole game. But I, for, I would almost rather face the Ravens on the Dolphins if the Dolphins are two up. But, you know, they're still going to try and win. Knock the Patriots out. But the Patriots are... I think they're... Alright, I'm biased. We all... Everyone listening knows I'm a huge Patriot fan. But... Patriots have one of the best defenses in the league. Um, I went and did... Calculations of all... Of like a ton of stats and try in trying to figure out like who had the best pass offense, run offense, scoring offense, pass defense, run defense, score defense, and special teams. The Patriots, when I averaged everything out, were the eighth best team in the NFL. Now, that is because they have a really good defense. Actually, my best rated defense. Uh, because they have the number one scoring defense, number two pass defense, and number four run defense. Uh, second behind them was the 49ers, which I understand are probably the better defense overall um, when you actually look at what they put out on the field, but in my thing, Patriots were first, and I tried not to be biased in this. I tried to just use stats, but the Patriots had the best defense, and that weighed out their number 23 offense, and they got the eighth, so they're my eighth-ranked team, but the offense can really lose games as we saw against both the Raiders and Bengals and they really should have won both of those games if they didn't make mistakes and so I mean I'm going off on tangents a lot but whatever the Patriots could be at the very least an 11 an 11 and 5 is that right no a 10 and 5 team they could be a 10 and 5 team if they had won those two games they would, or 10 and 7, 10 and 7, uh, um, a 10 and 7 team, if they have won those games, if they had a real offensive coordinator, we probably would have won those games, probably would have won against the Packers, and, um, so, then you're looking at an 11 and 16, and so, um, I think the Patriots will be pretty good next year if they get an offensive coordinator. If Matt Patricia is still there, we'll do awful. But if we get a coordinator, 
if Josh McDaniels gets fired from the Raiders, which he could, um, although Jared Stidham might keep him a job, or Tom Brady, um, and Harbaugh not coming over, but if we get Josh McDaniels or get Bill O'Brien from Alabama, I think that the Patriots will be a pretty good team next year, because because we'll still have an amazing defense, and our offense should at least look passable. But for this game, unless the Bills don't try, which I think they will, because they're trying to get a better spot, and I, I don't know if they can get the first overall. But um, I think the Bills will win, but I'm hoping the Patriots win. And if the Patriots win... I think the Patriots could sneak deep into the playoffs because by my predictions, the first round, they play the Bengals and they almost beat the Bengals already. I think if they clean it up, they can beat the Bengals, um, which means divisional round, they face the Chiefs. Chiefs will probably beat the Patriots, but a couple years ago, with a not as good Patriots defense, they held it. They almost beat the Chiefs, and this was with Brian Hoyer, quarterback. And so, if the offense is better, which they probably are if we beat the Bills, Patriots defense can hold Mahomes in check and beat Mahomes. Then we probably face we face probably either the Chargers or the Bills, probably the Bills in the championship. We already beat them once. I think that we could beat them again, possibly. Um, I mean, if it comes to this, I'm not picking the Patriots to win, but we could. And then we go to the Super Bowl and we face someone, and we'll probably lose in the Super Bowl. But you know what? If we make it that far, amazing. But also still file Matt Patricia. I don't care. Um, I almost hope we don't make it that far, because if Patricia stays... <sighs> never mind. Um, but yeah, that said, Patriots probably won't even make the playoffs. Um, the only other game that really matters for who gets in the playoffs is the Steelers and Browns game. If Steelers win and Patriots and Dolphins lose, then the Steelers will make the playoffs second year in a row with a not very good team. Um, but Mike Tomlin will still have not ever had a losing season. So, I mean, that'd be amazing if he could, and I would almost say he deserves Coach of the Year, but Dayball deserves that because he got the Giants to the Super Bowl. Well, not the Super Bowl, playoffs. But yeah, so that is my week. That is my week 18 prediction for the important games. Um, quick go through of the other games. I think Chiefs will beat the Raiders, Bengals beat the Ravens, Colts beat the Texans, Chargers beat Broncos, Vikings beat Bears, Saints beat Panthers, Bucks beat the Falcons, 49ers beat the Arizona Cardinals, Seahawks beat the Rams, Eagles beat the Giants, Cowboys beat the football or the Commanders, and that's it. So those are my predictions for Week 18. We'll take a commercial break and then. I'll tell, and then we'll come back and I'll say 
where where do certain teams need to improve of the data based off the data I collected um, and why some teams struggled why the Raiders or the Broncos have struggled and how they can fix that based on the data I collected so I will see you back after this commercial back and so like I said we're going to go over the data I collected and see why some teams who we thought would do well this year have struggled and so first we'll go with the Raiders um the Raiders coming into this season were expected to be one of the better teams they had just made the playoffs the year before last year and had brought in Devontae Adams and then they have six wins and so um, Carr has been sat and will probably be traded and so going into the offseason that's probably what matters most is getting a new quarterback and making sure he's better than Carr, although I think that's going to be pretty hard. Um, they might draft someone, probably like Will Levis or Anthony Richardson. Uh, Richardson is he is seen as a talented, but more of a developmental um, player than some of the others than like um, Stroud or Young, as the Raiders probably won't have be in play for them. And then Levis, some people think he's the best um, quarterback, and others don't. I haven't made my rankings yet this year or gone over a ton of others yet, but yeah, we'll see where where they go with quarterback. But off of the data. What they really should be working on is their pass defense. It's the worst in the league. Um, and by looking at the individual stats I grab for pass defense, which I didn't grab yards allowed or um, I grabbed completion percentage, yards attempt, touchdown, interception, and sack. And so, um, their secondary was, you know, none of the, they weren't great on anything. Um, they're ranked 20 and 20 for 20th in touchdowns and 21st in yards attempt. And then everything else they're ranked 30th in. But if you wanted to, what, one thing that's connected is, interceptions, sacks, and touchdowns are all kind of interconnected. If you're getting sacked, you're going you're gonna to stop touchdowns and you're going to produce interceptions um, or just turnovers if you gain pressure. Um, you may not force more interceptions, but the pressure could cause some, some of the some quarterbacks to rush and then you get interceptions. And so they brought in Chandler Jones, who 
didn't wasn't they didn't do what he what they hoped he would do. And so I would going into the offseason after you get the quarterback debacle over with, I would focus on your front seven. Um try to get more pressure up front. They had a really good run defense. Um they well not really good. They had uh average like they had almost dead middle sixteenth ranked run defense. And 20th score defense. So the offense wasn't terrible. The pass offense was 20th. The run defense was 9th. And the scoring defense was 12th. Or not defense, offense. Run offense was 9th. Scoring offense was 12th. So I there's a lot of potential on the offense. I think if they had kept Carr, probably would have been fine, but also McDaniels probably wants to choose his own guy, who might be Stidham, who looked good against the 49ers defense. So if he can keep it up, maybe Stidham will keep the job there in Las Vegas, and at least he'll probably at least keep his backup job. Um, but I think the defense is what Las Vegas needs to focus on. I think that's already known, but the past defense was horrendous this year, and so I think that's where you have to start if you are um, Las Vegas. Now, um, another team that was a disappointment was the Tennessee Titans. And just looking at the data I have, they didn't have much of a passing game on either side of the ball. Um, their offense never really got off at all t- in any facets. Their run offense was only 14th. Their scoring offense was 18th. They had the 21st rate pass offense. Their pass defense wasn't very good with 25th, and so I could focus on that as their trouble spot. But I think it's just the offense and the offense in general and. Ryan Tannehill being injured this year and just not playing his best, coupled along with Henry not doing very well, really sunk the team. I think Henry's still a good running back. But without the passing offense to take some pressure off of him, he's not going to perform very well. So um, I think that they should focus on the pass offense. Does that mean getting a new quarterback? Not necessarily. Um, the O-line could use some shoring up. Their wide receivers could use a boost. Training away A.J. Brown was not a good decision for a team that is in win-now mode. Um, it would have been a lot. I think they should have kept him. Because Burks, although he's talented and will um, probably develop into a really good receiver. He wasn't this year, and they needed that this year if they wanted to compete, and they will probably miss the playoffs in a not very good division, um, which is a far cry from what they were last year, the number one seed, which no one understood how they did that. But, a lot of it, A.J. Brown was a big help. Bringing Woods in was, Robert Woods was a good decision. He's been reliable, but he is not number one. He's a really good number two. And so keeping um so 
I would keep Woods and Burks, obviously, and then either draft another wide receiver to go along with them, um, or, and I don't know if you really want to do that because then you just have another young wide receiver, you might be better off picking up a wide receiver, even though the free agent market isn't great. Um, DeAndre Hopkins might be available for you to trade, and I don't know who else might be. Eldale Beckham's still out there, even though he's older. Um, and then, like, Jarvis Landry, again, an older player, but an injury-prone, but not still not a bad option. But, like, Michael Thomas, um, if you're okay with taking someone that injury-prone, although some of his injuries could be tra- not wanting to be at the Saints anymore, um, and DeAndre Hopkins, both of those players could be available versus Trey, uh, via trade, or maybe you sign Smith-Schuster, or Jacoby Myers, or Slayton, or one of the more, kind of like, mid-tier guys that it, in free agency. The top two that I consider, like, top wide receiver two options would be Juju Smith and Jacoby Myers, and then everyone past there is kind of like a low-end two, high-end three, Slayton is someone who's kind of up and down, I like Slayton, but he's has some good seasons, some bad seasons, and originally this year he wasn't even part of the top five starting wide receivers, but then injuries to everyone called him in, so, yeah, um, and then DJ Shark from the Lions had another decent season, and so there's options out there, no, no one's a top option, but I feel if you got Myers or Smith-Schuster in the Titans, they could have a decent passing attack. Um, I mean, Tannehill needs to stay healthy or Willis needs to develop more as a passer, but I think if they do that in free agency, shore up the O-line um, and work on the pass defense, the Titans could be a better team next year. Um, and could probably go back to competing. Um, and then, to finish this segment up, as I'm not going to go through everyone, but to finish this segment up, one team that has done surprisingly well, that no one expected to do well, has been, well, I mean, there's several to choose from, but I'm going to choose the Lions. Um, and the reason that they've done so well is their offense. They have the number two ranked offense in my uh, getting there in me my um, offensive rankings, which again not definite, not perfect, because I'm kind of just going for efficiency. As like with pass offense, I was only looking at completions, yards. Attempt touchdowns, interceptions, sacks, um, and run offense just kind of the same thing, which is yards per carry, touchdowns, and fumbles. So I was looking more for the efficiency of an offense than the actual who got most yards, most points, except for the scoring offense. But they have, they are one of the best offenses, um, and I kind of think. You don't need to do a whole lot with the offense. Um, James, they had a really good offensive attack, and that was without 
rookie Jameson Williams, who was injured for almost all of this year. Give Williams another... Williams... Is it Williams or Williamson? I don't remember. Uh, give Jameson... Uh, yeah, it's Williams. Uh, give Williams another year to develop and actually have a healthy season. And... I think the offense is fine. I don't think they should... Um, they shouldn't throw a bunch of assets on the offense. They need to work on their defense. Their defense was atrocious. It was the second worst defense in the NFL. Had the worst run defense, third worst pass defense, and a middle of the road scoring defense. Um, so, yeah. Now, uh, the, Adrian Hutchinson. They has had a good rookie season, but there's still a lot to work on for the for the Lions. Um, um they in pass defense, they're worse in sacks, so obviously more on the O line or not worse, third worse in sacks. Um, they're not doing much in coverage with allowing one of the um, worst. Conf- percentage for defense and um, not really getting many interceptions on the running side of things um, on the running side of things Detroit uh, I only had two things for this so it's not a very reliable way of telling who has a good run defense or not because I only used yards per carry and touchdowns but they were allowing the third most yards per carry and the third most touchdowns to running backs. And so I think that comes with the front seven. And given all that they've put into the front seven, linebackers probably. Um, and so probably just a big um, overhaul of the defense. And the Lions, who were a surprisingly good team this year and might make the playoffs, might not could become actual contenders for like deep playoff runs if they make if they are able to make good changes to their defense um dan campbell has been a has done a surprisingly good job um he i did not like the hire of dan ham campbell at first because he was the tight end coach for the saints who didn't really have any tight ends at that time. Um, they had Trotman, I think, maybe. So, but he seemed to work out fine for the Lions, who are now relevant. So, yep. So that's it for this episode. Um, next episode, the playoffs will start, so I'll give my thoughts on that, and then probably go over more of the data I collected and like why some teams have done good, where teams could improve. Um, I will probably end up focusing on some of the teams that barely missed the playoffs, so probably like the Seahawks and Patriots, um, who both ranked very highly on my... who both ranked highly on my um, system of rankings, and so both are top tens, and... You know, maybe look at some possible um, Super Bowl contenders. Uh, and one last thing on this episode, I'm going to try something new. Spotify is letting me do um, 
polls, and so I'm going to put a poll on who you think is going to win the, the Sunday night game, Packers or Lions. Um, my pick is Packers, as I think they are, Aaron Rodgers has had a season to um, finally get going with Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs. I don't know if Dobbs is healthy, but Watson and the other wide receivers around him, they're finally looking like a competitive team, and the Lions might be eliminated before the game starts, as if the Seahawks win, Lions can't make the playoffs. So, I'm picking Packers, but the Lions might just go out and play just to spoil the Packers, um, which would be kind of funny. Um, also, I mean, the Seahawks in the playoffs, and I'm not opposed to that, because I like, I like it when things are crazy, and, um, the Lions make the playoffs, or the Seahawks, or whatever, so, but I'm picking Lions, uh, pick your thing in the poll on who you think's gonna win Sunday night game, and hopefully I'll be able to make another episode next week that's about football, and not just random stuff. All right, I'll see you next time.